There's already there's already five dollar five dollar from uh, <laughs> Matt Reynolds spending money for the people at Granite Games next week. Next week Is we'll be doing blow with that money, Matt. Oh, Hillary, <laughs> you think I swear too much, huh? And then that's hey, like you you're, oh, you're you're in the comment section. Huh? I saw you get toe up for talking shit about me. I saw you get toe up. No, no, no. What do you let mean? Me, let me read. I missed the, that. Let me read the uh, the comments <laughs> that came in after you you ambushed me. Good to hey. see you guys. Good. Hey guys, to so you know, Savan also in the comments. He doesn't talk. Oh, uh, um, uh, Taylor, I'm glad for you that you're taking this broadcast seriously and that you're in your car. It's cool. How professional. Uh, and and serious, you take this. You know, we just got paid five bucks, right? <laughs> it's five dollar studio right there. Just mute the fucking thumb. That's <laughs> awful. Oh, rude. Muted his ass. Coming in hot. Coming in a, hot. A for effort. Look at, he's like, look at him. He I looks see. like a cop. He looks like a. Oh, he's in the parking garage. He's stuck <laughs> in the parking garage at the Mac. He can't even get out. Is that okay? Fine. We'll unmute him. Where where are <laughs> Can you? you? Hear me? And unfortunately, is the audio any good? It, yeah, right now it is. Yeah, are you driving good. or are you Dude, just shut up. Still? I turned I turned Wi-Fi off, so we should be fine. <laughs> oh, because you're sharing it with 10,000 other people? No, I was on my girlfriend's hotspot, but I don't think that's better than my data. So I think we're good to go. Uh, where are you? Are you are... I was in the parking garage from the Mac waiting for Jason Hopper to finish uh, his buddies. Um. And then we're driving back to uh, South Carolina. This is not a family show. Uh, before we start, I want to thank uh, Andrew Hiller from Hiller Fit. Uh, you guys all know who he is uh, for doing this this whole week. He's been freaking awesome. Uh, the guy who kind of drove this and uh, has wow. let his alpha seep all over us and kind of almost borderline bully us, uh, Taylor Self, for the weekend. <laughs> but someone has to um, kind of make sure the ball keeps rolling. And then, of course, the executive producer of the Seven Podcast, Matt Souza, who uh, sends us all the schedules and makes sure everyone shows up on time. And unfortunately, we don't have um jr howell here who is uh put prioritized uh driving with his kids than being with us um and, and then and then all the guests, guests of course that we've had on during the week uh dave castro uh james townsend uh who, who else is uh, scott Pank, scott panchik rich froning uh angelo de chico james sprague james sprague the whole crew you guys have and then and then all you guys at home uh in all honesty, if, if you guys weren't listening, we would not do this. Like, if we had three listeners, I'd be like, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> are we live? The, oh, we are live. No, no, I'm just rehearsing how long we do. <laughs> you, 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 you never said shit. Uh, I didn't do the Bam, we're live. Batman, we're live. No, oh, oh, now we're live. Batman, right. we're live. Batman, we're, we're uh, live. You can get your TD CEO shirts, yes, at uh, Vindicate. Um, by the way, all of these shows also, if you would like to get blood panel work and, uh, and, and, and start exploring what it's like to be on TRT, you should check out California hormones. We have a really exciting year coming up for you. Uh, tomorrow on the podcast, we will have a guy who's embarking on the, uh, TRT program. He had a uh, severe COVID, uh, almost died. He was in a coma for 80 days. We're going to interview him tomorrow. He also, uh, had, has a little, what you might call cartel experience, which will be fun to talk about. Um, also, oh, look at Taylor's like taking some deep breaths. He doesn't like the cartel. He just looks like he fights against the cartel. Uh, Do you want to start? (laughs) You want to start at the beginning or just be like, holy shit, we Spencer's in? Yeah, kick it off right there. 
Okay. So we'll then, first time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll go back and talk about uh, um, uh, mayhem, uh, what they did early this morning when I should have been asleep. Holy cow. Um, so basically, uh, Spencer's that, that, that's not fun, right? Spencer's destiny was controlled by Tyler Christopher. Mm. Why, why is that not fun? What's not fun about that? It I, ended I mean, up being I mean kind for, of fun. I mean, for Spencer. I mean, for Spencer. It's, it's how it is at the end of every weekend, though, isn't it? There's always going to be somebody, I suppose, who's going to be in control of somebody else's destiny, and all Spencer can do is finish as high as he can and, 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 and hope finished, that the other guy falls back. And he didn't just fall back. He was. Uh, that was the best judging performance of the uh, semifinals thus far. Um, are, are you shocked when you see someone as seasoned as Tyler Christopher and uh, Brooke Wells make that same mistake at the finish line where to, to put the bar down from overhead um, before they lock out and, and have control at the top there? At the beginning of the weekend, I think Taylor and I were going back and forth about Tyler's overhead and how the, the complex was going to be an issue, not due to the cleans or the front squats, but due to his ability to push it shoulder to overhead. So approaching that bar... I don't think that very many of us were surprised that that was the issue for him, which was keeping the bar overhead on the lunges. And then what you were saying was, is it something a season? I think Brooke put it down because she knew she couldn't finish. I think Tyler lapsed mentally. No, really? you. So you? I think uh, Brooke lapsed mentally too. You think they both stepped over the yellow line and then uh, uh, the, b- before they had control fully standing up, it came forward. You're saying Brooke didn't have a choice. She lost control. Um, and Tyler, his was just, he was trying to rush across the finish line. I think it was, I think they both made the same mistake. Taylor, what do you think? Are you driving? <laughs> I, I'm good. I think Brooke took a lot more time and was a little more poised in terms of sitting and waiting until she had it. It seemed like Tyler had several sections of the lunge that he especially at the end that he was at failure and failed right at the last second and it cost him big time we're talking specifically at the very last rep both of them stepped over the line and i'm suggesting that both of them uh had a mental lapse uh and and andrew is saying only tyler had the mental lapse and brooks was a, a physical uh bad positioning fatigue type issue and we're going to you for the tiebreaker is that true? Andrew? I Did they hear that right. Yes. I think Tyler I, I, had more of. I think Tyler had more of a mental lapse because he failed that last section several times. You could see him shake his head too, like he was like, Ugh. like he, he kind of. And I think why is because he knew what was going on. He, he, I, I think in that moment he knows. Like, he knew he man. lost his spot. Yeah. But also, it looks a lot like the rope climbs. You see the athletes, so it's like go 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 go, and they're trying to get up the rope too soon. I, in my opinion, it almost looks like they just try to do the lunge too soon. Like they're, they lost gas and their ability to hold the bar overhead or complete the lunges. Uh, Mason Mitchell, Mason Mitchell is suggesting that Brooke also, uh, the next time she came through, she failed. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I think she solidified it that. with the second time. I would also say too, I that mean, it, go ahead, Taylor. I was going to say what happened to Brooke and Tyler were both very similar. And, I was surprised to see Brooke in fourth. I thought she was close to dropping out. Um, At least that's how it felt when you were in the arena um, watching that go down. Um, Are you saying there's some tinkering on the leaderboard? Man, it it didn't look like it made sense. I mean, I I don't know. She she helping, helping. 
like hankering on the leaderboard, dude. This isn't fucking the United States. This isn't the election for the United States of America. There's no tinkering. The CrossFit Games are legit and transparent. This isn't fucking Georgia. Did you pay for that documentary? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, boy. But I had read the article. The article had come out uh, a, a month earlier, and don't, I had don't buy uh, it. It's not worth. It's not worth the money. So wait, what's the confusion with Brooke across the line? What are you guys saying? That she didn't get that rep and then they gave it to her and then the leaderboard's being tinkered with now? Is that the no, speculation? No, I, was, fine. I was just saying, yeah, I was just saying that it, you were holding your breath because she was so behind in that heat. And it was like, man, if, if enough of these girls pass her, she's she's not getting in. But yeah. Hey, let me tell you survived. how close it is. It let me tell you how close it is. Kelly Clark did everything she had to do. Mm-hmm. On the on the on the push press, she timed it to the last one. Yeah. She put the bar down, then yeah. she finished the last push press, and then she lunged across the finish line. She never dropped her bar. I mean, she's a set. She was a savage. She didn't beat Daniel Brandon. No, that's you're right. You're right. Uh, she has Kelly Clark. You <laughs> ready for this, so Taylor? Well. Four hundred and forty-one points. Rebecca of Fuslier, Fuslier, four forty-two. Brooke Wells, four forty-three. So you're right. Damn. It is. I mean, uh, if Kelly Clark would be Daniel Brandon, uh, she would have jumped up into fourth place. Mm-hmm. And it was tough. It was tough to watch her. I met her in Aromas at the ranch, and she was a super nice girl, and she moves so well. It was awesome to watch her on that workout. And fucking gosh, she can't. one point. Heartbreaking. Masters that's, athlete. Going for it. That's tough. How did she do with the pig? Um, I didn't see her on the pig. I was the only athlete that I You're saw. You're too busy underneath it. Yes, yes, yes. I he saw couldn't... my own taint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stench from his own ass while being smashed under the pig was too strong to see any other <laughs> athletes. Uh, Taylor Williamson looked pissed when they announced Brooke even though her husband works alongside her, but it might be because she has constant RB. Jeez, Louise. Jeez, Damien. Jeez. Damn, Damien. I can't, can't believe I even started reading that. Uh, uh, I, bet those <laughs> I was waiting for you to start reading it, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Birchfield, the rep is credited. This is going back to, and I still don't, I'm not sure if Taylor understands what we're talking about, Hillary, because he keeps like trying to address it directly. But the rep is credited when the athlete gets both heels across a solid line, that was the yellow line, with the barbell in the overhead position and is standing tall with hips and knees fully extended per max standards. I agree. And Jeff, the thing is, is Andrew is saying that Tyler Christoffel, um rushed it and put it down before he got to that position because of a mental error. His whole Brooke, body was tilted forward. And Brooke was tilted forward and couldn't get in that position because oh. of some physical limitations and okay. she got tired or, or whatever the reason. No. And I disagree with Andrew. I think it's both. Yep. That they both had a, a moment of tardation. Yeah, you're right. I saw Brooke. Sorry, I was I was confused. Um, I saw Brooke fail, and I also was standing right in front of Tyler Christopher. He didn't let it down before he just stood all the way up. He was trying to stand it up, and his elbows buckled, and he dropped the ball. Oh, but it was it was subtle. It was subtle, but it was a for sure physical failure. Oh, so wow. Andrew and I are both wrong on Tyler. Well, oh, that looked different in person. Wow. Then. Okay, he was he was standing it up. He was standing it up, and his elbows were like it was like a quarter inch of buckle. And if you were to try to. Like if you were if he was trying to straighten his knees out another inch, his elbows would have just fully given, and he just threw the bar ahead of him because he couldn't stand it up. Okay, and Miss mm-hmm. Wells, what would you say about? So uh, we're both zero and zero and one on Tyler. What about Brooke? 
No, it was the same thing for Brooke. Yeah, it was a physical. Oh shit! She just pushed I, it to the pushed it to the limit. Win I think for Hillerfit. Hiller they have to redline. They have to go through it there. And think about yeah. how loud it is inside their head, right? They know that this is it. They have to make it in a certain thing to qualify. They're going to completely push the limits. There's no reason to be conservative. It's an all or nothing approach. And we've seen these type of just utter failures right at the line with the lunge events all the time. They make for the best drama, especially that overhead position, right? Because there's so that many was a great that event. start to go around. So I yeah. thought it was a really great event, but I mean, it, I think it's a combination of just that mental, everything is so loud. And then physically you're just redlined. So we see those bars come down. Yeah. I think that also the thing to point out with both of them, where they were both in kind of a bubble qualifying position and both were so far behind in their heat. I yep. could see them both in their head or thinking like, fuck, you're losing it. You're losing it. You're losing it. Yeah. And that just cyclical negative talk going in your head, making you pick up Ta- the bar a little too quick Ta- and not Taylor. so opposed. Can you turn your turn signal off and from here on out only use yeah, hands? Yeah, sorry. And, yeah, and please only use hand signals from hey, here man. on out. And uh, Hiller, uh, while I'm criticizing uh, people, uh, please uh, no drinks with ice while on the show. The slurping <sighs> sound is kind of erotic, but the ice is uh, not so good. Okay. Uh, will you go back? Uh, um, I spoke to R- RJ, JR Howell. Um, he is driving, but there was something he wanted to point out to us that also uh, Brian Friend mentions quite a bit. Can we go over to the men's leaderboard? Um, Brian's always talking about how the not always, but he he'll mention that the men's uh, CrossFit Games competitions, the men, the the male athletes are a little more um, along the progression, the evolution. It's maybe you could say it's more competitive, right? That would be the way. And one of the telltale signs is if you look at the top five here and you look at the lowest anyone placed. So you have Spencer, I think, is the lowest anyone placed. Oh no, no, even Noah Olson has a nineteenth. So the lowest you have placed is a fourth place finisher, Noah Olson, with a 19th uh, placement. Now let's go over to the mm-hmm. top five women just to test out this theory, just to, just to see what's going on. And see what the lowest placement here is of a, of a woman in the top five, just to see where we're at. Um, 19th. 19th. 24th. Oh, you do see a 24th? Brooke Wells. Oh, Brooke Wells. Yep. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that, so so it's kind of fascinating. Um, had anyone heard of this uh, Rebecca F- Fuslier uh, before this I, event? I, I, James Sprague, James Sprague talked about her a little bit on the show. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I I aside from that, she's kind of like you know she's has like a big Instagram following for like reels or stuff, whatever, like little TikToks or things she makes. But aside from that, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think athletically. So I'm about much to be on that train too. She's she's a fucking TikTok legend. Let me see how many followers she has. Thirty thousand. Okay. Uh, those uh those uh, uh red white and blue shorts those would look nice on you, Taylor. Absolutely, man. You could rock the shit out of those. Well, handstand walk action in those bad boys. Same, same cut. I want to see. Absolutely. I want to see you swim in those at Wadapalooza next year. Those are some Adrian Conway approved GHD sit ups. When she hugged. Kelly Clark, she like the top of her head came under Kelly Clark's head, and then I saw Kelly Clark hug one of the competitors out there, and her head went underneath that competitor's head. I wish she knew which competitor that was. There was a giant woman out there. You guys, did, a, gi- did you, a giant woman. Yeah, but I didn't recognize her. I didn't recognize her tall. Uh, she was in the final heat. I wonder who the tallest uh, lady was who was in the final heat. Let's find out. Well, uh. 
my wife was asking me, so Kelly Clark still has a chance because she goes to the last chance qualifier. But really, I mean, the last chance qualifier is just savagery, right? I mean, it's just that that's harder. That's the hardest way to go, right? I mean, there's so many good athletes and only two go. Well, Taylor was there last year. How tough is it? I think there's an argument to be made that it's, I mean, it's, it's different. You don't have the best games qualifiers there because all of them qualified to their semifinal, but you also don't have the slap dicks that are 20 to 30 in all the semifinals. You have the guys that are six, seven, eight, six, seven, eight, six, seven, eight. So it's tough, but it's, you arguably have some of the 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 greatest outliers in there though, also, which is a problem. Yeah, yeah, the, the outliers are, I think, what make the. Let's say you call so them the sweat. You have a lot of those. You, <laughs> I just <laughs> like that term. You, you have you have the guys that can hit home runs in those specialty events. A lot of them in the last chance, and that's what makes it really tough. Like I think last year you had those guys like Papadopoulos, that Greek dude, who deadlifted like seven hundred pounds for three. I don't know, not that much, but a lot. Like fucking with, with one arm, with one five eighty five, six five eighty five. Good gosh. Yes. Yeah, so you have guys like that in there. Uh, even you guys, you have guys like Alex Kachulis who is going to win 100 burpees. For, you have home run hitters. Um, and very rarely do you have an athlete that's extremely well-rounded. Or, I mean, the guy, I think the person who's the most well-rounded um, is is the guy who wins the last chance. Same with the girl. And I think you saw that last year. You saw um, Roman Krennikov win the last chance, and he was clearly the best athlete there in that field. Um well, that so, well that gives hope to Kelly Clark because she's definitely well rounded. Seventh, eleventh, eighth, fourth, fourteenth, yep. and second. Mm-hmm. Dude, Tyler's going back there too. Yep. Tyler was there last year, took third. I think that's one. Sp- or no, he got to the games, didn't he? After that, did, didn't they backfill that, or no, did they not no. end up backfilling that? Because Roman did, didn't go. They didn't backfill it. <laughs> they didn't God. backfill it. He asked. They asked to backfill, and they told him no. Kick rocks. <laughs> Jeez, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh rebecca's five two. Oh yeah tyler yeah go ahead taylor sorry taylor no i was just gonna say he he it was uh roman alexander Corone, and tyler and then me in the last chance oh uh, so so spencer goes and and saxon goes and we have mom and dad uh kissing and crying and, and the whole family's happy and, and, and it's intense to watch and of course, of course, my homeboy uh, Jake Berman uh, doesn't go. That that sucks. But I am happy for Spencer. Um, but Scott, who could have gone, isn't going. I wonder. I wonder if that's just extra salt in the womb for Scott Panchik. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, think about it. That would have been the first time the three of them at the games. Especially we know Scott. Um, this potentially, you know, well, now with the with the injury is his last year. You know, who knows if he'll be able to make a comeback from that? And so it would have been his, you know, his kind of hoorah at the games with the two brothers there, which just would have put a nice bow on the Panchik story. And now and, there's no bow. And CrossFit fucked it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, Darren, he would love that. He would love to be wearing a Batman outfit. No joke. I have one from high school. I've been looking for it. I got to find the picture. Don't <laughs> I'll put it on. I'll get uh, in there. Hiller, don't let the comments in the chat um, uh, when when you said that I swear too much and people started bombing you, telling you you talk too much affect you. You talk away, buddy. Don't don't hold back. No, no, no. This is I your show, remember? Shit. I'm, I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to speak in sign language this whole time. Don't let that shit get in your head. 
That, that'll bring the show to the next level when I just sign the whole show. It'll bring you a whole new audience. Uh, can we? Uh, oh, oh, where did William? Where did William Leahy finish? Oh, tenth. He, he was, was in the top two in the final. He. So I was listening to another show, and I know you don't like <laughs> talking about those. And there was an analyst speaking on this other show. Give me a hint. Um, Colisi. Oh, and, and, you can always do about anything she does. Go yeah, on. all right. Well, and on this show, Mr. Friend was talking about Mr. William Leahy, and I believe he goes by Bill, saying that he had similar stature to Brian. And then I looked up his profile, and he's uh, almost 200 pounds, but it's a wiry 200 pounds. So I don't know if Brian's that he was standing next to him, and he's like, he, we, we, sit, we share very similar body attributes. And then Brian goes, if anyone's ever seen me, I'm a little bit thinner. And I'm like, what, what, are you trying to knock down Mr. William Leahy? I, I'm a big fan of uh, Leahy. Uh, Brian don't, don't and Bill, small, and Brian. Bill don't Leahy don't have, don't have similar bodies at all. <laughs> yes, you, you summed up my one-minute rant right there. Thank you. Um, but me and Colton Merton's very close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very close. Uh, department. So this makes uh-huh. sense. He's 21 years old. What did you guys think about him? Is 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 he is he going to be next year's? Uh, is he next year's uh, Magda Tudor? Tudor Tudor Magda. Uh, 21 years old. He has a. Um, well, dude, if it were for the first two events, he was there. I mean, he has an event yeah, that- win. Yeah, the 19th and the 22nd. I mean, but look at after that, first, seventh, fourth, thirteenth. I mean, he cleans up those first two. I mean, really, that second event, the Midland Sadness, is really what kind of put him. Remember out what Panchik said yesterday? This is actually pretty cool. Panchik yes. yesterday said that Midland Sadness was, was the GHD setup workout was the indicator of who would finish where, and mm. the top five spots were the top five finishes, not in order, but they were all within the top five on that workout. So yeah, that was a great take on his end. Yes. and the females are pretty <laughs> fucking close too, with the exception of Shelby Neal. I'm I'm looking now. So you have Saxon Panchik. So all those people are in the top five. Dallin yeah. Pepper, Hunter, Noah Holyfield, Olsen, Tuto Spencer, Zero. Cole Sager. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. He nailed it. That's mm-hmm. that was a one of the best calls in the history of calls. He kind of knows his shit. Females too. Wow. Um in the fifth event. This is a little uh, obscure and abstract. If um, they had a close-up shot of Saxon uh, Panchik, did you guys do you guys remember that right before the bell rings? And he does something with his throat. Do you think he was going to throw up? Did you guys notice that? It was a close-up of him, and he kind of like convulsed. <laughs> did you see that? I wish he would have thrown up. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, I didn't see that. No, but I have made mention of most of the movements he does under some sort of duress. He goes. In the middle, have you ever noticed that? Saxon. Correct, yeah. yeah Usually it's on a, in a clean, like when he's doing a clean pull, so it's like white and anything under stress. And I always wondered why he does that. Makes it feel easier or Spencer whatever. Spencer both do it. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't yeah, there like some technique about um, taking in air that, like, I think I think Sam Brady do that Kowski too. do it on the 21-15-9. Like, like you're trying to gulp air? I must, <gasps> I must be on a delay. Maybe that's why we haven't gotten the next level yet, Taylor. We need more air. Hey, uh, uh, the T- the Tia Cam count four million five hundred ninety thousand <laughs> three hundred eighty nine. Rich three. I actually <laughs> hired that guy to take take a stats statistics on that. So thank you, Darren. Darren's in cahoots. 
Mm. I am looking over here to see if any of the people we have asked to come to the show have responded. Yes, have responded. Maybe we should maybe we should start digging deeper into the bullpen. Yeah, they might be celebrating <laughs> popping champagne right now, huh? It would be great or to get not. Spencer on. I'm dying to hear. I'm dying to hear what he thinks. I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, fifth event. Uh, Tyler Christopher was hauling on those dumbbell um, uh, snatches. Did you notice that he? Uh, those guys are so strong and so talented. He he drops it into his other hand. There's a moment where it's free falling. You guys do that? Yes. Um, you do that too, Taylor? Uh, I I I drop it from overhead. And and then catch it in your other hand, and yeah, I switch like right here. Wow! One of Damn. the worst judging things ever, and this is kind of what I was trying to get at with the entire GHD placement idea was that remember in the open where they said you had to like control it below your head before you switch. It just adds too much abstractness yeah. to the movement. I thought that that was one of the worst additions into the history of CrossFit movements. Yeah, like, where where, where, where was that it. ruled? Yeah, that was a rule at the games. I think they started in what the twenty eighteen no, or nineteen open. Yeah, that's. I remember the first year the dumbbell snatch workout came out. It was okay, like you do whatever the hell you wanted. And most people at that point in time were still like taking the fifty pound dumbbell for the males and switching on the floor. In that open announcement with Vikowski and Melner, you can see Vikowski actually does the whole workout that way. You think that was a safety thing? I can't think of any reason to do that unless for some reason they thought it was a safety issue. That is complete stupidity to try to put that. Who's the affiliate owner? What do you think, Sousa? Well, I mean, you're talking about two different categories of people here. The people in my affiliate, yeah, we're going to go for safety over speed, right? Dropping a 50-pound dumbbell from the top of your head down to try to catch it. Are you saying there should be a safety over speed division, Sousa? No, I'm just thinking that the uh, <laughs> that the standards when you go to the open should favor it a little bit more than when you're doing it in a live competition like this. Can I you mean, pull up Dave's, Dave's Instagram? Hey, I just looked yeah. over at Sousa, and I got like the Ben Bergeron effect. Do you think Sousa kind of looks like Ben Bergeron right now? He seems like a baseball cap. I got Ben. He looks like my cousin. <laughs> he looks like my cousin, Souza. Is it the headphones? I don't know. No, you actually look less like my cousin with the headphones on. Will you pull up, Dave's, like on. pull up Dave's Instagram? Let me see this yeah. thing. Shots fired from Dave. What are you talking about? I'll, I'll decide whether it's shots fired we'll, from Dave. We'll be dead. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy Noah went to the games, uh, but did you see an event five Noah going over the box? I saw an event five Noah going over the box well. You did? You thought that was well? Con- compared to the other athletes going over the box? What are you, what are you making note of? Uh, Dave Castro, Scott Panchik, I heard about the knee. That sucks. Heal up and come back stronger. You're a fighter. Oh, nah. I don't know if that shot's fired. That's, just, that's just a little love. He's just yeah. giving Scotty a little love there. Yeah, it's just a little love. Just a little love. But but I'm glad you brought it to our attention. That is, it's, it's interesting. It's worth noting. Do you think it's shot's The only fired? way it could be shots fired is if he was trying to make a post and the CrossFit Games hasn't made a post directly about it yet. And have they? Well, in the past, Dave Castro would have made a post about it, you know. That yeah. was kind of his thing. He would speak out to the situations like this on his personal Instagram, something a lot of people didn't like very much. Yeah. But had a lot of help at that point in time. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> don't get me started on that thing. Uh, I, I, I thought I thought he looked slow and clunky. And You know why sh- he looked slow and clunky? Because he's tired. They had, to get, they had to keep their feet within the freaking box. Yeah, like what did you, you think about that rule? You've got to like go within the okay. box. Okay. 
Let's and talk if, about like, that. Any part of your appendage left the box, the whole movement becomes easier. Well, then I didn't see a single good rep from anybody. Exactly. No, well, uh, was, had, had good reps. There were a lot of athletes that were getting no reps on that. And also a lot that realized that if they just put their feet to the other side of the judge, that they could do whatever <laughs> the fuck they wanted. And I thought that the, the standard was stupid. It's a get over. You're jumping over a fence. Who fucking cares where your feet are? Um, the box is too, uh, the box is too fucking small. For well, those guys Noah, Noah could do it. Barely. Exactly. It's not easy. There was nothing but, athletic about it. There was nothing athletic or functional about it at all. I see the argument being made, but the thing is they were supposed to keep themselves within the realm of the box and athletes so like even Noah if the were tip doing of your it well. Even if the tip of your shoe went out the outside, it should have been a no rep. Yeah, of course. Yeah, then I saw I saw hundreds stupid. of no reps. The worst case yeah. is like Sid, your, your girl Cindy, she Mc, basically Mc, half Mc, of her freaking yeah. her knee and everything else was outside of the box. And I think like mm -hmm. Taylor said that she figured it out, keep it to the other side of the judge. Hey, oh. will you pull? Will you pull up my um the three plane brothers Instagram? Yeah, and and look what I just posted. I had, the movements uh, made much easier. By what? The when you're allowed to go around it, 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 can, it untaxes the hip flexors. Like you got to get your hips a little bit higher and it makes you pull on your hips a little bit more challengingly to get over the box. I think though, I think what makes it a lot easier is you don't have to fucking crawl over the box. Like you're a baby. If you can just jump over the box, like it's a fact. You just don't like that. It I, looks stupid. Oh, shit, I, it I didn't agree. Post. It does look yeah. stupid. It, do, it does it look stupid. So <laughs> it didn't but, post. But it is what it was. What it was. It does look stupid yeah. though. Bigger box. I agree with Savannah. I agree with you. Yeah, didn't they have stupid. The, the first time we seen something like this was that wall in 2013, 2013, 2014 at the with, end of the games. The, with the obstacle course? Oh, no, the wall. No, it was the, the snatches, snatches at 165, and then they did the burpees over the wall. And I think that that's the way to go because if you have that small box, it's, it's mostly just about the design of the piece of equipment you're using, right? So if you just squished all the boxes together and made a wall for the You're saying the Mac there. needed a wall yep. sponsor. They need a whole bunch of carpenters to sponsor yep. the event, come out, build a wall. Uh, or just double up on the boxes, go two boxes. So that way, hey, get, the wall get, sponsor. What is the reason? Why would they do that? What is the reason for keeping people on the box without going? I just told I you. It. I, it's harder. Uh, I don't think that's why. What do you think? What do you think? I, I think at a lot of athlete briefings, you have the phenomena of the stupid fucking question. So I think when so many athletes ask so many stupid questions about so many potential uncommon movements – the judges are like, oh, well, we better implement a standard that keeps people from making it easier. When in reality, just say, get over the fucking box. Both hands have to touch the top of the box or the torso or the center of your body has to pass over the top of the box. But when people ask you like, oh, well, can I swing a leg around or do I have to touch with both feet or do I have to wear I a belt or should I wear underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you sit through question. an athlete briefing and tell me, oh my God, you had the dumbest yeah, it's, it's miserable to sit through those briefings. But you remember 2018 regionals? I believe that was the final where they had to hit the bike really hard and then they had to do the sandbag cleans. And in between those two movements were the box get overs and they were burpee box get overs where you had to have both hands, both feet touch. So you just said both hands touch. And I think that they should have told athletes instead of getting legs over, both hands, both feet have to touch the top of the box. Yes, that, that would be way everything. better. Yes, uh -huh. that would be way, way better. It makes it cut and clear that way. But Taylor still thinks it looks stupid that way, but it would have fixed everything. Well, here, here's the thing. From that overhead camera shot, 
I, you could see that no, no one, no one. I mean, none of the fucking reps were good. Except no, for Noah's. Nah, were his <laughs> even good? <laughs> they were gooder. Gooder. Well, then they, they were the goodest. Then that sucks that he was the guy who played by the rules. He still won, didn't he? Yeah, but he was going slower, like Tyler Christopher was doing uh, three for every time Noah did two. And he and Tyler was also getting no rep on that one. True, mm-hmm. true. Good point. Good point. Well, there's there there's a way to do the burpee box get over that allows you to just touch one foot and keep your body in the width of the box and go really fast. It's like if you press uh, up even the on top those high boxes, though, one foot on top of. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't think you can do that when it's that high. What what wow. Taylor's saying? Yeah, you can. You, you can. Kind of, is it just like that? Yes, yes, you can. Off the back, Taylor. Is that what you're talking about? Uh your rear leg hangs off the back, and you kind of tuck the knee and Pop shoot that leg through. It's almost yeah. like, yeah, I, that's how I do them, and I've done them on boxes that are pretty wide, and you just it's way. I honestly don't know why any of the athletes were doing that there. I thought the most athletic burpee get over was Danielle Brandon's, but she wasn't swinging both over. She was just jumping all the way onto the fucking box and off. Yeah, she was hauling ass. Hey, I don't, I, I don't believe you've done a bur- burpee box over with a box that high. <laughs> How high was that box? Was it a 48 for the guys? Yeah, no, it was taller than 48. Was it? I don't know. Look fucking tall. <laughs> Was it, it, was tall, it was tall as Fusier. That's how tall it was. It was five, four ten. You ever done it with? You ever done it with forty eight inches, uh, Taylor? Yeah. Okay, fine. You do it <laughs> on jerk blocks usually. You just stack up a bunch of jerk blocks and then you yep. get yeah. after it. Yeah, yeah. I use jerk blocks. Thanks, um, Austin the, Hartman and Mike M. Forty eight, seven. Oh, that is it. Okay, the the wall of meat known as Oscar Mora. Uh, struggled on event five. We basically saw him kind of uh, uh, fade fade away. Is that is that just all body type issue? Is that? Uh, there's definitely body types that will be more conclusive to being better at the events for sure. And you saw it when he finished higher on the first event, winning. And you see the pan shakes do better on the CrossFit type events. Yeah. It, it, well, which it's funny you say that. Look how good Cole did, Panchik did, uh, 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 Noah did on that that last workout, and that last workout was a uh, was a CrossFit Does workout. Oscar remind you of anybody, Sevan, in the past, like CrossFit athletes? Who comes to mind? I got one. Who? Kalipa with smaller arms and a, and less neck. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Uh, and Kalipa had bigger legs too, though, right? Yeah, but if you think of someone like the Panchicks, all of a sudden you just named a handful of athletes that look like the Panchicks. So I think all of a sudden you've got like an opposite end of the spectrum Pekowski sort of player here in Oscar, where he just kind of is an outlier guy. He's think so I don't outlier. think his body type is that different to say he's an outlier. Really? What do you, you don't mean? Think he you had don't the think most so? unique. You don't think he had the most unique body out there, body type out there of all the men? I'm waiting for Taylor. I think he does have – oh, he, we lost Taylor. He, he doesn't want to give his input here. I think he's got the most unique-looking body type out there for sure. With I mean, the exception of possibly the, the Brian Friend lookalike. I mean, he's he's so top-heavy. He's so top-heavy. Hey, uh, there was a good question here I saw in the comments. Um, I, I, uh, I, I'll start here with this. We saw another element of uh, Saxon's greatness in that final event – 
on basically three event wins. And basically, even though he's going, he still got the event win. And that's another kind of championship signature move, right? That we see from Medeiros, Froning, Fraser, Tia. Uh, who do you think was more impressive at their um, regionals? Uh, Saxon Panchik or Justin Medeiros? Justin Medeiros. Why do you say that? Well, I think that Sanchez, uh, Saxon was impressive for exactly what you just said, but we also just got off the phone with his brother telling him that the talks that they were having were to leave no points on the field. So perhaps that was a mindset he went into going ahead to finish as strong as possible. But when you look at the Madero's field, I would say his biggest competition was Hopper. And then you have a couple of other games qualifiers in there, but the rest of the field wasn't as... And also, his finish over Hopper was more impressive than his finish over the rest of the field for Saxon. I, I, I kind of started to talk the wrong direction there. I tried to backpedal. Hey, good. Because look at Saxon. Saxon had more competition than Justin, right? Yeah. Saxon had more competition, yes. But I would say Hopper. Well, and I only say Hopper because of his performance at the MAC last year. Since the MAC, he's been kind of high middle. As, uh, as Taylor would say, he's a dick slapper. He's a, sl- a slapper dick. Slap, slap, dick. slap dick. No, Hop- I think I think he meant slap dick was tenth and lower in the semifinals. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry, Jason, you're not a slap dick. Hey, J- Jason's higher than slap dick. I, I think uh, Dallin will beat Jason Hopper at the games this year. Mm. Dallin Pepper. Why do you say that's that? a hot take? Instagram reel right there. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, exactly. You're just feeling it. I mean, I. There are some guys out there who are in the in the sport right now who every minute are getting better. I don't know who they are, but there's a lot of fucking young guys out there and a lot of people working hard. And I, for some reason, I just think that guy is. Everyone who trains with him is kind of like like down in awe of him. Yeah, they're all in awe of him. Yeah, you he's heard James guy. talking about him. Yeah, he's that guy. Well, James is also in uh, in awe of uh, Nick Thomas. Poor Nick Thomas. Right. Yeah, he busted his foot up. <laughs> right. I and, know. And, I and he, had his, he had and spit into his shaker bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we talked about feet breaking the plane at the top of the box. What the fuck is that rule? We all agree, stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid, yeah. okay. Yeah. They could have fixed that easy. Both hands, both feet touch. Uh, Jake Berman, uh, still in it for the last chance qualifier, said some very something very interesting that I thought was great. Uh, I want to curious what you think about this as a training tool. He had done event number five twice before, and he used a heavier dumbbell in practice. And when he so when he went out there, he knew that it would feel a little bit lighter. You like that technique? That's something I remember Hepner used to do before the regional competitions was he would just level up. And I don't know how I feel about it oftentimes, but in certain situations, it makes a little bit of sense. I remember like vividly, there was a situation where Hepner did an overhead squat that was 20% heavier than the workout, but it was only for 10 reps at the end of the workout. So he's like, Hey, if I can do this, I can do this. Yeah. That's that's what he did here. That's what I think too. You got to swing the weighted bat because if you in about 20% sounds about right, because if you start to go too heavy, you're almost changing the workout in a sense, right? Like if you slow that dumbbell down or if it changes the stimulus a little bit, but I think swinging the weighted bat is always good. If not for anything, just mentally, right? You're like, Hey, if I did this with a 70, now I got to go do it with a 50. It's going to feel a little lighter. It's going to move a little quicker. So I think it's James Townsend does that as well with his athletes. He says, and you know what? It seems to be working for him. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, and you know what? It seemed to work for Berman as well. And it seemed to work for uh, Hepner back in the day as well. So maybe that is the way to go. Savan. Hey, if you're going to do, if you're going to do some sort of workout, let's say you were going to do, I don't know, just make it up. Uh, um, 10 cleans, uh, 10 burpees, three rounds. 10 cleans, 10 burpees, three rounds. Okay. What are okay. the weights? So, so, and let's say you were going to use 135 on the Okay. Time. Wouldn't you, before you did that workout, um, deadlift uh, at some at some point in, in the warm up, maybe a set of five or a set of ten with two twenty five before you grab that one thirty five? No, no. I'm saying no. Oh. I'm oh. saying no right off the bat. I always do that. Why would you do a deadlift? I always do that. so that when I do grab that one thirty five clean, it's like it feel, it's it's almost like I'm grabbing uh, the the deadlift full of helium, so it explodes up. Like, and I always put it on the outside of the collar right before I go. So right before I'm going to do like high cycling cleans, I'll put like a twenty five on each side of it. And do some deadlifts with it, and then just yank it off really quick before I go. You so, do how that? about like doing a heavier clean and jerk by like ten percent instead? Why wouldn't you do that? No, you you might do that too, but you can get away with doing a lot more he- heavier of a deadlift. So, I might put okay. ten on each side for doing the the clean and jerk, but for the deadlift, I could put on twenty fives, thirty fives, forty fives, whatever. I'm gonna get you in touch with Oscar Mora, and you're gonna be his coach for the next year. It's like I need you to warm up <laughs> for this clean and jerk event with deadlifts. You know what that reminds me of a little bit? Wait, like, <laughs> Jay, look at James is even. Look at James is hating. <laughs> no, not, not the devil. I don't, I don't think the Mr. Townsend knows. I, it reminds me of like the local competitions you go to and there's a 135 and the, your example seven of like, you know, 10, 10 uh, power cleans at 135, three rounds. And you got these guys back there like clean and jerk in 245 before mm-hmm. they go out to the event. <laughs> and I mean, to me, it's almost just, just a waste of energy a little bit. And the reason why I said no right off the bat to your deadlift versus power clean is just because it's a different movement. You're going, I mean, the setup's different. The, the pool's going to be a little bit different. Um, oh yeah. For me, it's not, it's identical. So maybe that's why I'm all fucked up. Maybe that's what's up with your back. I'm going to fix yeah. that this afternoon for you. Yeah. Thank you. I got I, you. I'm still getting Oscar Mora in touch with you though. He, he needs some help. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's gonna warm uh, up for his clean complex next year at deadlifts and you know going back to your hot hot take with hopper real quick i don't want to beat this too much but based off what uh mr james sprig told us the other day he was saying that dallin pepper does better with more events and if you kind of dallin look- it's ah it's like in the second grade motherfuckers when you hear ah, ass jack ass dallin what did i okay. say what did i say everyone's got a dallin everyone's got a dallin even even mr woodland's got a dallin it's dallin okay dallin yeah, Dallin. it's it's James Townsend. It's Dallin Pepper. You know, like I've called him Mr. Pepper from now on. It's when I was I played with dolls until I was seventeen. Okay, Dallin does better okay. with with uh, more events here, and you can see that he he's been super consistent. And it's like if if this trend stay the same way with his fifth, second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh, and you just kept stacking events, and he was able to stay right into there. Versus if we look back at Hopper, I think he fumbled a little bit. Um. Whoops, went to the women here. And wow, I think that's he a harsh. Suze is going hard in the paint here. Well, yeah. he's got a he's got a twelfth here, right? So we saw a little bit of a drop off with that, which we didn't see with Dallas. Yeah, but that's that stupid ass workout. Um, well, regardless of the workout <laughs> and your your agreements of it, it's still just it is what it is where they're placing. So I don't know. You no know, no wonder I'm, you I'm never really made it to the Dallin. games. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Hey, oh. hey, but the, 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 the takeaway in there is Suze is claiming that Dallin Pepper will do better over 15 events at the games than Jason Hopper. I think I, I heard some insinuation, if not a, a call out on that. Do you, any proof of that? No, that's just based purely based off of this 
two uh, these last two weekends. All right. Well, if that's the case, then, then that Hopper's one, in Pepper's out of freight train to the freaking moon. He's going to take everyone down. Well, Who? I'm, I'm Team Savan. Dale and Pepper's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm he's, in Dalton. Dalton. He, he's. Uh, uh, Dallin Pepper is a uh, uh, Sam Samuel Quant 2.0. Uh, he's going next weekend. Are we going to talk about next weekend, or is this just the finals here? Oh, no, I can't no. wait to see how Sam Quant does next weekend. No, I have to go to Greg's house in 45 minutes for the big. All right, I'll be the there. Huge in four party. hours. Oh shit! <laughs> are are you going to that, Sousa? Yeah, I'm actually uh, partly uh, dressed for that, and I I even shaved, so I'm getting no, off of this. And no I'm wonder you look like Ben Bergeron. I got, ben, I got Ben Stiller in the comments. We'll stick with Ben Stiller. Better than Steve-O. Ben Stiller and Zoolander. Definitely better than Steve-O. Uh, Let's not see a blue on, steel. Not only did Saxon Panchik win three events, but Daniel Brandon won three events. Uh, the last three events, right? Yeah. She put a stamp on this fucking weekend. How can anyone... Well, okay, let, let's be totally fair. I, I, I don't want... I, let's be totally fair. Okay. It's not a strong female division. It's not. What about, what about your girl, Sydney? I mean, that's the thing. It's not strong. We have these really weird characters who are in the top four. Really weird. What? What do you, uh, uh, define a weird. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you, you have, you have Bailey rail, a total surprise fucking walk on last year at the games. She was on the, she was on a pretty high level games team every year before that. Okay. Team 417. I think that they also podium both of those years she was on the team. Okay. Fair, fair. Uh, Motherfucking monster. A, a little, a, a, a very unique, uh, um, still uh, a, a physique that doesn't. It's an amazing physique. <laughs> to be quite frank. I mean, yeah, to be quite frank. I, she, I, I just think she, 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 I, I think she's a little, she's, she's not your prototypical prototype uh um crossfitter you have brooke wells who came off a fucking serious injury yeah i think she's so when you say that you've had a unique group of characters i imagine that show we did with the mcdonald's characters and they're just kind of all washed oh, up no, no, like they were all no, picked up no, out of the no. garbage can it's like oh no. they used to be clean but here we go and i'm just Brandon saying like them all this isn't um those those um those guys in the in the in the in the men's class at the MAC. These are household names. We expect all of these guys to be at the games. Noah Saxon, Cole Sager. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's the fucking who's who. It's like if you buy the box set of the dolls of the CrossFit characters for your kids. <laughs> actually, it's perfect. those guys. These are a bunch of these are a bunch of uh, uh beat up no names. That's exactly what I just said. And you said no. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was picturing. Uh, I was. I started visualizing Metallica or Kiss. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and then, and then you have Sicky. Uh, Sicky, you have Sydney Michalishan, who is your I, I pick wanna, to win the games. I, I want to get on her bandwagon. I'm glad she's going. I want her to fucking win the games. I want her to be, uh, you know, the next Laura Horvat. Um, but but we don't know because no one here was to test her. And then we have Daniel Brandon, who the whole thing was kind of set up for her for her to be be our queen. You know what I mean? I agree. I mean, there's this no- is a weak yeah. ass field for the females. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot take. I'm I'm, I'm saying Tia Toomey would have swept this field. Oh yeah, she would have got first, well, second, and third place. And field. I also think Mal O'Brien is going to sweep the field next year because I saw someone in the comments ask that. Like, do you think Mal is going to sweep? It's like, yeah. And then everyone's going to be like, who's going to win, Mal or Toomey? And then then Toomey's going to sweep the games. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking these chicks. I liked it. Uh, it's fun. I'm glad. I think all five of those uh, ladies deserve to go. Well, based um, on what you're saying and Danielle Brandon in this field here, I mean, she kind of, I mean, a second, a fifth, and then three first in a row to stamp the, uh, stamp the weekend. So even if it wasn't necessarily her hardest competition out on the field, I mean, she still absolutely crushed it. So that's, that's saying that even, even if there was a little bit more t- co- uh, tougher competition out there, like she would still do relatively well. I mean, I take look, that look back at- about Mel sweeping the field. She's not going to win a clean. <laughs> Make sure I'm unfucking that. Sorry. Record. Uh, record. Uh, Bailey is a freaking unit. Yeah, there's no doubt. So, yeah. and, and, and to what Sousa was saying, Turbo Tunnel, she beat Sydney uh, Michalition by uh, 50 seconds almost. And Sydney mm-hmm. put it to Bailey Rail, beat her by 40 seconds. Yep. Same thing with the hardcore parkour. Um, uh, Danielle basically won by a minute. And then yep. uh, Sydney beat Bailey by another 30 seconds. I mean, there's a gap between these athletes. It's yep. just so hard to tell how good everyone is with this kind of mix up. Yeah, exactly. that might go to the programming again. Stay uh, away from that programming, damn it! Uh, no, you get two minutes. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. Last night I wanted to. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want to get into the programming. We we we've done that enough. I just don't think that the programming, like the best, always comes out on top. That's what they always say, and that's always the worst argument. Just the easy way out. But I think that the argument that we're all having with the females here and they're stacking up against the other females might be different if it was a better programmed event. And that's all I have to say about that. Fair enough. One thing that I think was cool that and I can't remember if it was if it was uh, Dave Casher that talked about this, but he was always saying that there was a and if it wasn't Dave, forgive me, but there was there was a moment for each athlete that is going to win when the momentum changes during a specific workout. And I think for Danielle Brandon, that was the Mac mile when Brooke Wells was way out in front and then she just kind of crept by and then just crushed it. And I think for Saxon Pancheck, that moment was during the midline sadness when Noah Olson broke on that handstand walk and he just strutted right on by. And so I think those were two notable moments for me on the men in the women's side, because once that momentum shift changed and whether it's a mental thing or whether they're just reaching their stride, it really it really took off for both of them at the time. What are you laughing about over there? The comment by Anthony TPA. He thinks Frazier gets more camera time at the Granite Games. <laughs> yeah, the Mac because of Mac. Where's the guy that I hired to do the the Tiatuma camera exposure? I need I need you to also do that with Frazier at Granite Games. They did they do the notable mention where they covered a bunch of the athletes that were there. Did you guys see that where they gave them like a call out? It reminded me of like the Super Bowl when they're like, oh, check out this celebrity we have and check out this celebrity. There was a moment of that. I, I do remember that, yeah. That was kind of cool. And you know what I was yeah. thinking? I, I brought this up at some point, kind of tying it to the American Ninja Warrior events where you have the, hey, this is the athlete and here's what they've done. Here's where they're coming from. Very much like the road of the games that I used to do. Yes. I think that they should do that in the intermissions that everyone's just sitting there talking in the comment section. Imagine like a one minute plug for a handful of athletes. Imagine, right there. imagine us there and we bring them on and we do a short little interview with them and capture all the main stuff that's there and then they move on. I got one better for you. You know how they put the helmets on the NFL players and the quarterbacks are talking in the huddle? Just put a little earbud in their ears and you can say, ask them what they're talking about and then they can just chuck the earbud right before the event. <laughs> we're talking about chuck, chuck the ear but uh in in all fairness uh heber and mars and mariah and crew get most of the credit for the road to the games uh um mm. w- um can you pull up the belt throw from yesterday i yes i can't so this it's even this funnier can. it's even funnier now hiller have you seen this yet i haven't no when uh, when uh, uh alexis raptus alexis johnson alexis johnson 
Johnson. Uh, so this is one of the, this is yesterday. She's one of the members on the uh, Ind- Mayhem Independence team. Mm-hmm. I thought she was. So now it all makes sense. Before you hit play here, I want to show you what's happening. You can see she has her belt in her right hand, and what she's doing is she's trying to throw it down court yes. so that it's there for her uh, when she does the sh- she shoulders the sandbag. Now watch this throw. Watch this throw. This is why your parents tell you not to throw shit. <laughs> Look at like, that's just crazy. I, I like the judge too. Like n- no one says anything. And then when she crosses, I think Sean or Tanya start busting up laughing or rich. Is she going to run back and get her belt? She doesn't. Right. She just, she just does the bag without a belt. Can you rewind that again and look at that? Look at this, you guys, look at this, look at what <laughs> in the hell is going <laughs> It lands two lanes over. Oh. It looks like a softball toss, doesn't it? Just that that's you can't a, throw anything. That's what I was going to say. Last time we saw a throw that bad was Jason Kalipa in the uh, 2011 games there. Softball oh toss. It's not aerodynamic, dude. You can't just chuck it. Well, it's funny, too. I wonder what her thought process was because she peeks up at it, and she sees that it goes way over <laughs> to, the, to, the, uh, to the left, and then she's just like, well, screw it. I'm guessing we're doing it without the belt. Um, it would have been better if she would have run and gotten it. And oh fuck! He goes and gets it. <laughs> in, in in one of the team events today, um, they started off on rowers, and then I forget what they had to do next. But basically, to get past the rowers, each the rower cleans. Okay, um, each rower had to have sixty calories uh, completed on it. And what I saw, what Angelo did is, is he went over to one of the uh, rowers of his uh, Sasha's rower, and he rode some calories for her while she was doing something else. And then he came back to his rower and rode his calories. Have you ever seen an event like that? Hmm. Where there could be that kind of strategy. You're jumping from rower to rower. I don't have recollection <laughs> of a CrossFit sanctioned event like that before, but I know that local competitions have done things like that before, for sure. Where you've got like, a couple of machines, maybe uh, I'm thinking maybe team series when that was a thing and not team series, but I'm thinking uh, the, 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 where the countries were battling. And they had like Rich Froning and Khalifa on the oh, same team. Oh, right. What was that? that that's like the. Wasn't that like the Rogue thing they did? Team Rogue. No. They, they got rid of it in like 2015. It was, like it, the, it was a very cool thing, I thought. It was just like something that went on in the middle of the night. You'd wake up and the like, the whole thing was done already because they had yeah, it overseas. Shit, what was that? I forget what that called. The, the Invitational? Invitational. Yeah, the Invitational. Invitational. Um, you know what was fascinating about that? When we did that in the States, we didn't get a lot of people. But when they took that – thank you, Jordan. When when we took that overseas, like when we did that in Europe, it was crazy. It was like mm-hmm. dangerous for the athletes at the venue. They would get <laughs> mobbed. Seriously, it was nuts. Yeah, that was very cool. And I think back then, that's one of the only times I've seen something like that. Where they have a couple of machines. you got to get a number of calories, and you can have whomever do it of the four athletes that you've got. And then, yeah, the guy, the male athletes always end up doing more on the machine. So if you've got two males, two females, just save the females, have the males work at their eight or 70%, which would end up being the females a hundred percent. It's usually why you do it that way. Um, I, I want, I want to show you one more thing before, uh, cause I only have 30 more minutes, 34 minutes. And there, there's a video here. I want to show you also from yesterday that I can't believe I didn't see yesterday. I want to know if you saw this. I don't want to say anything about it. I just want to show this to you, Hiller and Sousa, and uh, tell me what you guys think is going on here. Uh, do you have it, uh, Sousa? It's a Brooke Wells getting off the runner yesterday. Yes, it's going to be a little uh, poor quality, but we do have it. Here we go. Probably Daniel Brandon was on the back half of the set. Now Brooke Wells is getting to the wall ball for the final time. 
final couple reps for Danielle Brandon. And she will head back to the pull-up bar. Brandon is looking strong. Well, he did take a big break after that. Susie, can, can you turn off the volume and can you make it smaller so that it looks better? Basically, I don't know if you guys saw this, but she, she, she it's, it's Brooke Wells getting off the runner and something's wrong. Something is like really wrong. Like she's having heat strokes. She looks like a boxer that just got punched in the face and can't walk. And then if you see, she wobbles onto one leg before she starts her wall balls. Did you hear anything about that yesterday? About her like yeah. not being all there? Yeah. Like she was basically like either she didn't eat enough food. She was dehydrated. She had a high temperature. I mean, something was wrong there. I think they mentioned she was dehydrated from that because at the end they said that when she got back uh, into the hotel, they focused a ton on her uh, recovery and hydration. Oh, yeah. See, Bruce Wayne's on it. Okay. She's dehydrated. You That's what you I should, heard, You should play the one I sent you, too. She had heat issues. I don't know if you can even see that. Well, yeah. It's hard to get them in here because of the way that they're sent. Um, can, well, no, check where it is, the, did you send it to stream, me? I can stream just it. No, it's on StreamYard. You should, there's a play button. For you guys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this, yeah, this was a little more obvious. Uh, what uh, what Hiller's going to show us here? This was a little more obvious that uh, something was wrong with her here. Yeah, this should have been a telltale sign when we saw this. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's pretty obvious. Something's wrong with her. Yeah, they should have got her medical attention right there. I agree. Oh, I agree. oh my gosh, I I think and, she's. And I, I think I have the other one too if you want this one give oh, me a second have, i'll yeah, get it on there you have the one where she comes off the runner that'd be great but i think honestly the the story of brooke wells through this weekend was amazing because she had even said like nine nine months ago she had reconstructive elbow surgery and here she is competing at the highest level just punched her ticket to the games for the ninth time i mean that's incredible right in i mean we were saying that the women's field wasn't as stacked as it as it could have been or as it is in some of these other um semifinals but nonetheless, to come back from an injury like that and punch your tickets to the games is is phenomenal. I thought the f- female class was definitely ass stacked. But um, okay, uh, hi- <laughs> hydration and overheating are two different things. Just so you know, you're not you you if you're overheated and you just start drinking a shitload of water, it doesn't fix it. It does. Sean not said it. hydration issues. When did Sean say hydration issues? I think that's probably what I heard when they were just talking about her coming back from at the beginning of the day when they were saying she, you know, and maybe they had tea or something, but somebody came on and they were just discussing a ton about her, her hydration. And I mean, in a longer workout like that, if she was, is under recovered coming in, she came out really hot at the beginning. She was doing the touch and goes with the, uh, with the bag. She was really pushing the pace and it's going to be a 25 minute long workout. So if her hydration or the recovery coming into the event wasn't, up there to where it needed to be for the level that she was pushing, you're just going to see a red line. I mean, you see this in um, longer events all the times where people just and crash out. And I think that's just what Tia ended up happening. She overheated. So someone said I, hydration and then Tia said she overheated. Yeah. And, and you know, those are easily confused by those of us who aren't scientists. Well, what you want to tell us for, for you, who is the scientist? I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one it is. But they're not the but they're not the same thing, and they have different remedies. This is why we need Taylor on the show because he is indeed a scientist. Well, he he's a, he's a journalist. He could get us the facts. The facts. He could get us the facts. <laughs> um, which was more emotional for you when she made it, or when um, Spencer made it? 
when did you feel your tear ducts turn on stronger? Are you talking to me or Sousa? You go uh, for it, Hiller. And e- whichever one of you has like a I'm few not, I'm not very, I'm not very emotional. So, like I, like I, I, I can like give I two fucks. It's like, yeah, I can give three fucks actually. <laughs> like what, what I say. You all see the time, what I did to that old man in the in the in the Masters qualifier? Do I seem like I'm a, someone who has feelings? Once people start working out, they turn into pieces of meat with names attached to them. Like I don't really have much to them other than that. I, I think I've said that before. It's like, all right, is that piece of meat getting below parallel? Like, oh yes, no, maybe so. <laughs> So yeah, well, I, I thought that it was probably coolest that the repaired piece of meat made it into the CrossFit games. Then yes. I, I mean, Spencer making it was pretty cool. I, I did like Spencer making it. So I guess with the entire storyline that is this year, having Scott not able to participate any longer and then having his brothers participate that one. Ah, this is just a hard question, man. It is. Hey, were you emotional when you didn't make it? Did you cry when you didn't make it? When I didn't make it, no, Susa, yeah, you. Oh, I, I've never been, I've never been in a position quite that that substantial. But oh, you know what? I have been in 2018. Our team finished sixth. Uh, Colton Mertens beat us. I remember they beat us by something like eight points, and we yeah, were yeah, that's there. gotta hurt. You look over and you're like, which team beat us? And you're like, that team wow. only has three people. And then you look down and there's Colton. It was you're actually like, rather fuck? similar. I remember I, it was Colton. It's, I remember we were probably 30 points out. We were in, and they were ahead of us, and they were really struggling with the worm lunges. We were watching them. They were quite a bit back, and we uh, thought that we had a chance. So, yeah, when you don't end up making it, that's just more of a Tyler Christoffel ending because we mm. ended up not making it. And if we would have made it, yeah, it would have been quite emotional. So, in the situation of. Did you Sacra, cry? Did you cry? No, I was hurting. I was down. <laughs> what, did anyone I, on your team cry? Uh, I, I, I am very much like Townsend always says, I try to hammer in the realism of things and trying to make people like heady about it. We're not criers. Right. We, we, we were never criers. Like no, Hiller doesn't need to go to therapy. He just changes his batteries every six months and he's good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pieces of meat and batteries. Wow. Wow. A Tyler hugging rich for 30 seconds at the end. Wow. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. I, th- I think probably the most emotional thing, I mean, not for me personally, but I think it would end up being the uh, the story with Tyler because a lot of the Mayhem athletes had made it, right? They got three teams through. Bailey Rail made it. Like, was he the only one inside that camp that will not be participating with them at the games now? Uh, and, he, he is last chance qualifier material. Look at that. Okay, look at, yep, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sixth, seventh, and eighth go to the last chance qualifier. Is that yes. correct? Yep, yep. Okay. I yep, finally yep. got that file uploaded, by the way, Sue. So if you want to play it, finally. Uh, one, but right before you play it, I would just want to say this real quick. Uh, Matt, uh, I would, I, I would, uh, what a, I would trade going to the games to be able to hold Rich in my arms for thirty seconds. Okay, that's just <laughs> that. You're also the one who says he texts you once a year and you cry, so you're yeah, the yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Getting the fetal. I don't open it for a week. Yeah, I'm on the group text and I see and I pretend it's just to me personally, even though I know it has nothing to do. I like show a few people and try to cover up the other names in the text. <laughs> Um, okay, did we want to play this thing with Brooke, or do we still want yeah, to? Yeah, okay. let's play it. Let's see. I don't even know what it is. Let's see what oh, it is. It's the one that you wanted to show. It just should okay. be clearer this time. But it'll be okay. better and hopefully not as loud. Cover yours just in case. Probably Daniel Brandon was on the back half of the set. Now Brooke Wells is getting to the wall ball for the final time. There we go. Oh, yeah, this is good. Okay, yeah. Captain oh. Jack Sparrow. 
Yep. Okay, one more time. Play that one more time. Watch her get off. So that's really bad right before she picks up the ball. But play it one more time and watch her get off the rower here. This is nuts. Right? The here. rower. Uh the look at look look uh, at her legs. Yep, yep. Look at her legs. They're buckling. Dude. And right here, right She doesn't have control. She doesn't yeah, she doesn't have control. She just got punched in the face. Look. That's what the fight looked like last night on ESPN. Right there, right there. She almost lost her balance right there too. One one more time, please. Really look at her legs and her hips. There, there's some sort of disconnect as she gets off the uh, runner. Hold on, let me pull it back. Oh, oops, sorry. We're all fucked up now. Right here. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, and then watch as she goes to turn around right here. So she turns around, and then look, she almost loses her it loses her balance to her left or right, right there. And then and then hunkers down on the knees. Dude, she's a beast. How did she push through that? Yeah. And I mean, think about it as far as like the training time and stuff is considered too. Again, going back to you, you were talking about what's the what's the most like emotional piece of it. For me, it was definitely her story of her coming back and then making it to the games because people think, yeah, you know, she made it back from that, from the injury, from the reconstructive elbow surgery. But look at all, like all of these women were training that whole entire time. And I mean, she was going through it, not only physically coming back from that injury, but mentally. I mean, the first time she's snatching that bar with any significant weight on it, the stuff that's going through her head, she's thinking, okay, am I going to go into competition and and get the first overhead squat for this uh, midline sadness and push and have something go wrong with my elbow and boom, I'm out for the whole entire season again. So for her to battle back from not only the physical side, but the mental side of it for me, that was kind of the, um, the emotional story for the weekend. When you look at her holding, so there's a picture of her on Instagram just like holding a barbell overhead, and you can see that her entire body is kind of offset a little bit around that shoulder, the, the side of the injury on it. Mm-hmm. And I only pick up on that stuff because I kind of notice it with myself right now with my bummed out elbow. Like everything is shifted yep. incorrectly. I don't know. If yep. it, I don't know if you guys noticed that. There's a picture of her during the complex just standing there with a bar over her head. Like everything's just a little bit not symmetrical. Yeah, just that protectiveness. So although they fixed the elbow, I don't know if they fixed everything else, which is something mm. that to think about. Uh, I don't know what this is in reference to, but too many monsters and Tito's. That not too many. That's in. That's not in relation to you. You're just a little self conscious, so you think it's in relation to you. It's got to be in relation to yeah. Brooke. Brooke waddling around is what he's talking about. Oh right. <laughs> 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 I'm so insecure. Good call. Yeah. Everything, so everything's about to insecure. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I have this here in my notes, but but uh, I think they were interviewing uh, Rich maybe, and I saw him say this, but I think he said that they have the best. He's so cocksure. Would you like, be? Rich F. Rich F. Junior. Rich yeah, Junior. Of course he is. He He's just like we have the best women in the in the game. We we just we we just we just have the. I mean, we're gonna do good. We have the best women in the game. Yeah. He knows. Three teams to the games, man. Yeah, he should be pretty cocksure. That's incredible. All right, breakfast talk. I'm going to the doctor on the sixth. All right. I'm going (laughs) to. I was trying Um, to fix it. uh, Can we? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm finally getting imaging done. All right. Happy. (laughs) So Colton's girl qualified to go to the CrossFit Games in Madison? She's a monster. I didn't even know he, I I didn't even know he went, I didn't even know he went that way. I didn't even know he had, he did girls. Uh, (laughs) Oh, it's just pigs, huh? Just farming. This is amazing. Farming and lifting. Was he there? Hey, I was at this competition, I think. I was, yeah. So (laughs) Colton was there at the event? Uh, Uh, That I don't know. I I don't know. That was not at the event, that picture. 
because we didn't see any uh we didn't get any camera time of colton mertens no we didn't yeah but he's not tia Toomey. they're not going to pan the crowd and find colton they should but they, they should hey does yeah. she have another name besides colton's girlfriend scroll scroll over let me see yeah, uh to the top Allie's Allie Zerk. Zerky? Zerky. Let's just call her Allie Mertens. Didn't he didn't didn't you have a podcast with him and he was talking about her in the in the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you see, you so know you how knew. good I am at listening, Hillary. You know how good I am at listening. You're just waiting for your next opportunity to say something. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh well, congratulations to her. That's really cool. I would suspect he what he wasn't there if it, it would affect his training at all. He he made it seem like she's so freaking supportive of him. Um, yeah, it's cool. Get, it is the same team that beat my team. Yeah. Uh, get Colton <laughs> and his girlfriend on the podcast. No, I'm not sharing uh, Colton uh, with her, but thank I'm you. Jealous like that. Good suggestion, but no. Yeah. Uh, when we saw uh Sydney Michalition do anything besides running, she was great. So you're saying there's a chance she's going to take down Tia. I, I'm, it's mm. just, uh, she was the first off the toes to bar. I mean, it, she she's strong. She was strong in the lunges. She was strong in the shoulder to overhead. She's not athletic. Um. Well, do you think that that's you? That's indicative of her swimming background. Swimmers are usually kind of athletic. I think it's like I, I we talked about this the other day. I think it's kind of just something born in you. Will you guys be doing this kind of? Yeah, I don't know. Are we? Savon's going to the games. He said. Yeah, I'm going to the games. James and I are going together in a bus. Hey, James, uh, will we need you for the games? We can't have like. Is, do, would you have good internet, James? That's the only requirement, and that you don't look like a thumb, like Taylor. <laughs> you don't look like. We already have the thumb position taken care of. The if you have good thumb. internet, uh, we'd love to have. We need. We need another guy. We need another dude. It'd yeah, be nice if you were a girl too, but we'll take another dude. Just get a stacked panel. Yeah, especially yeah, we, someone we, smart like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's gonna be at the games. He's going to be at the games. He's going to be boy. busy coaching. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't coach. He's just going to pray over him. In between events, uh, uh, Tudor Magda is just going to lay on the ground. James is going to, like, put some ointments on him. Just tell you him. what, Tudor ends up podiuming, and then you're, you're going to blame him? <laughs> you're going to be eating your words if they end up podiuming, and that, that was the method. I'll be in the RV section. See, I don't know. We're getting close. We've kicked around the idea of doing some shows in the out in the uh, RV area. Hey, you know what I did on Airstream? Who does? (laughs) My dad. I want to go there with uh, just 3,000 CEO shirts and just give them away for free and just just carpet the place. (laughs) Drop them. Travis, you hear that? (laughs) Rating CEO shirts. Get a a Um, t-shirt cannon. We had talked about yesterday. We um, it, it, we were critiquing the workout of uh, the toes to bar workout, mm-hmm. and the 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 topic of discussion was is that it wasn't enough toes to bar. Now that you saw the workout run, do you do you think mm-hmm. you and Scott and Taylor were probably wrong on that? No. What that quick? <laughs> Damn. They they basically did them unbroken, and the the entire event was dumbbell snatch and burpees over the box. The, the toes to bar, the, the, the difference between somebody who is really good on toes to bar and not so great on toes to bar would have been 15 seconds at the absolute most. I mean, it was the, the difference was some people went unbroken and some people broke once. Right. Well, on, on the, the second, second, on the second, on the second round, I think Brooke even came down twice. 
all right. Well, that's twice. Savannah is one person he was watching. <laughs> yeah. Ab- well, that's all you what can you- watch if you're watching the feed. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's true. I thought that I thought the toes bar in there because you were saying it's it was the dumbbell and the burpee box jumps that matter. I guess it. Just, I, I guess it. Well, you just had to know exactly what they were going for. So like, yeah. were they were they supposed to matter? Well, that's what Scott and I were saying. Is like, were they supposed to matter? Because if they were, then it if, doesn't matter. But if they were just supposed to be like a place filler, which I don't think there really ever should be a place filler movement within a workout. But if they were supposed to be that, then they did their job. Well, if it just taxed the midline enough to affect those other movements that they were really making the workout about, then I think. Do you it did really its think job. they did though? Do you think they affected these athletes' midline? I mean, and do I you don't, think that, uh, I think it did. I think it did. Not not in a massive way. Not in the point that the GHD did in the midline sadness, but I think it was just a little bit of a burn on the grip coming into the uh, coming into the dumbbell, just a little wear and tear on the hip flexors in the midline, and then there we you see go. That you said hip flexors. You know where else I was saying hip flexors was on hmm. the required points you were supposed to be doing the box jump overs correct more hip flexors when you need to actually get your hips over the box if you can keep them lower so so that's they the were supposed to do just enough but then they also released most of the athletes from holding them accountable on the hip flexor part two being yeah. the box jump over yeah so that that's what i thought i thought that you know obviously the toes of bar weren't a huge factor especially for the athletes of this caliber in that workout but i did think in going back to your point with being over the box especially if we started to tax that hip flex a little bit more and we needed that to meet the standard that was required or wasn't required that that would affect it even more in that last section of it so i just think they were just a little enough to put a little burn on those on that midline i want to know how savannah warms up for toes to bar <laughs> Hey, were, were the were the female and male box heights um, the, uh, the? They were same? different. They were different. Yeah, forty inches for the females. Wow, man, they looked high. Also, um, there was in the transitions there. Danielle was in first place, and she still ran to her box. Is that the only way the best in the world would do that? It's the only way the best become the best or like would end up making a difference if you got other people. So you said the field was weak, right? Yeah. Uh, like, no, you say, said the field was weak. I wanted to say it. I didn't have the balls to say it. I danced around it a little bit. I said instead, uh, Bailey Rail had a unique body. I said they looked like <laughs> trashy McDonald's characters. And then you said Bailey had a unique body, yeah, like a unicorn or something. But I think that if you had more like the Laura Horvats of the world, Tia Toomey there, you would have seen a handful of more people like moving off of the toes of the bar to the box, like you saw Brandon do. Yeah. Th- but those are the kind of things that when you see that transition, you're like, okay, that, that she's different. Like she's there to win. She's not pacing anything like this is. Yeah. I think it's, also it's what's sending, necessary. I right. think it's sending a message to the other competitors. I think when she was out for like that and she runs to it and she, and she's attacking the workout that way. If they're starting to feel that fatigue and slow down and then you look over your lane and you're like, fuck, she's sprinting over there to that box and getting the work done. It, that's going to be big, a big mental edge for Danielle, and it's going to slow a bunch of the other people down a little bit mentally if they're feeling fatigued. Did you guys read Fraser's book? I didn't. I, I, I didn't. bought so, it. <laughs> in Fraser's book, it's pretty good. It's worth reading, by the way. Uh, in his book, he talks about the trail run in Aromas where they had to like go back. Castro sent everybody back, and he mm-hmm. said there was a bend, and he said that he saw the bend, and he was feeling some sort of way. And he said that in his training, he put himself into a hole on purpose so that he could mentally break his competitor. So it was him and Madero's, they're going. And he said that he took the bend and took off so that when Madero's looked, he was nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. And then when you do that sort of thing, Madero sees him and goes, oh, shit, I'm not even going to try anymore. 
Right. But in, Fra- in Frazier's head, he goes, this is a risk. But the only reason he knows he can take that risk was because he's trained to take that risk. And when you see someone like Brandon, like scooting over to the box as quick as you can, she might feel like shit for all you know. But she's trying to put the competitors in a hole the yep. same way Frazier was trying to put Medeiros in a hole. Yeah. And that's the game this point in time. If, we rem- if you remember talking to Scott yesterday, the game back then was, he said the aerobic workouts were the hundreds. And everybody could find rest. It was basically who could keep moving the best they could. And at this point in the game, everyone's looking for every inch and every advantage. And yeah. you saw it with Brandon. You saw it with Frazier. And what do you think about that, Savan? I, I was. It made me think of what I, I something I, I crossed off the list that I wasn't going to mention earlier. I think that uh, that was a lost opportunity. The opportunity that she took and made a statement, not just there, but to the to the whole world who was watching. Hey, I uh, I, I win the last three events. I'm here to fucking kick ass. Uh, uh, Mayhem Independence missed that opportunity. I think that they won, but well, I don't think they, it. they they skittled into the finish line. They they didn't put the nail in the coffin a few times. They they did that. They should have just really fucking hammered the. And they probably tried to. Um, they oh well shit. Look at first, second, first, 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 seventh. Yeah, and that second on there should have been really should have been a first. <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at look at Mitchell of nine. God, that's I'm like, such a dick. It, it was that it was that seventh workout. It was that last workout where they took seventh. I I just think that they. You think they came off the gas pedal a little bit? They throttled. I just back think that you can't. I just think that you have an opportunity and there's nothing to nitpick about these guys. I mean, they were amazing, but, but, but I, I, it is fun to see them just really like send the message. We're unbeatable. Yeah. You know, what's interesting with that team mayhem independence, and this is going to happen across, especially with justice. And it's going to happen into the games. We're not even comparing them to the field. We're comparing them to the other mayhem teams. And that just shows how good they were. Cause if we were talking Mm -hmm. about them isolated as just the team here, not attached to the mayhem name, we would be like, Holy shit, these guys crushed it. Are they going to give mayhem a fight for their money at the CrossFit games? But since they're all part of the same camp, we're almost almost treating them at a higher, much higher standard, comparing them to Rich's team rather than the, the field that they're competing against. If they would have taken first in that, and we have a first, second, first, 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 we can be like, holy shit! Yeah, like they're they they were untested. Yeah, but now we but we programming. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but 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 you know we're just talking about that 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 very last you're i mean you're you're we're, we're comparing that that mayhem independence team which they're they're given the scraps right rich rich in that um freedom team takes the best mm-hmm. and we're taking the second or third best team there and comparing to something that was in matt fraser's book so in the end it's a compliment yeah i mean the, right definitely go independence hey. Um, I, I should, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to his book next. The reason why I haven't listened to it or read is because I know there's no fucking way he'll come on the podcast. Wait a minute. That attitude. Is that I the first like time you've ever said that publicly? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, thought, I, I thought every that. time you sit, you talk about him, you say there's a chance. I mean, there's a chance. There's always a chance. I just don't, I know that there's like 50 authors out there that I could get on the podcast. So if I read their book, I want to have him on the podcast. I don't want to like read his book and then he comes it's, on. It's a, it's like, a it short, I don't waste easy time. read. The thing is, if you, you did you get the Audible or did you get the book book? Both, but but I but I would listen to the Audible if I were going to listen to it. Why? Why don't In I? I haven't listened to Rich's book, book either. Pictures. Why don't I listen to Rich's? I know he'll come on. Yeah, I'll, I can send you my copy. It's good. It's a little sticky. That's <laughs> 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 a uh, Savan joke. All right, we uh, we have uh, we have nine um, minutes. 
Um, is there what? What would you like to uh, to bring up, or would you like me just to keep bringing up these silly notes I have? We have nine minutes. Well, you said you you already said you don't want to talk about Granite Games and all that. That's its own show. It's probably with Brian. I, I don't, I don't mind talking about him. Let me say this then, real quick, since you didn't jump on it. There's two shows that Hiller and I are going to do this week at least. Uh, Justin Medeiros has a YouTube station. Um, if you want to, we're going to have Justin on, and Hiller and I are going to bust his balls about this video. It's a really good video. It's a fun video. It's the build up to his win of uh, Syndicate. I think his YouTube station is Justin Medeiros. We were going to mm-hmm. do it tonight, but I think. Justin said he's going to like a putt putt golf thing. He said he's going to top golf, and he invited you, but you had something to do instead. Is that miniature golf? Yeah, no, man. no, 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 no. It's like uh, it's like uh, it's nothing like golf, or it's nothing like putt putt, except for the fact that the sport's similar. <laughs> okay, and then uh, and then we're, and then we will be doing. I don't know where we're going to fit it in, but we're going to do uh, a review of the last five or six videos. Uh, the uh, Hiller has made on the Hiller Fit uh, YouTube station, and that's kind of like something I want to do every week. But I'm, we've, I've been a little overwhelmed, so it keeps getting pushed back. So those are two things that uh, we have coming up that we're doing together. Okay, let's cruise over to the Granite Games. Let's do it. Sweet. There's Ready. so much. This is going to be. There's so much meat on the bone here, huh? Yeah, but my favorite thing to talk about is that the team workouts only have one worm, one worm workout. <laughs> oh, we want to talk about the athletes. Okay, we won't talk about the programming. <laughs> yeah let's talk about let's talk about the athletes uh, uh matt uh, let me pick just a, a, this uh danielle brandon's um colleague over at uh underdogs athletics matt delugos does he have a chance like a good chance are you talking to Souza? you said Souza, yeah no i said hiller yeah. no, I oh you said i said hiller i thought you said Susan. and i was I thinking about him. taking a drink but then you told me there's too much ice in there so i looked at it see if it melted <laughs> and it hadn't you but, can let uh, your rocks juggle around. Don't worry. Delugos, I, I see he he was at Wadapalooza and he was on the team with the Australian guys and they put out an amazing show there. And it's always really hard to tell because you've got Con Porter on that team and you also had Newberry and they're both very accomplished athletes on that team for the team at Three Male Elite. I think that they won Wadapalooza. And if not, they were in the on the podium, but my, my memory is slipping me there. They were, they were doing really well, and DeLugos was on that team. We saw him do very well in that final quarterfinal workout. He ripped the shit out of the rower. Very powerful dude. At the Granite Games, it's very fieldy. I've competed there a handful of times, and I've competed as an individual, and everything that they do is – and since they've changed the program a bit, but at its spirit, it's very back and forth. You're using the course. You're using the field, and is his competition with the Australians at Wadapalooza going to carry over – to this Granite Games competition, it, it, it'll be a toss-up. So I, I would say, looking at the programming, I don't think he's going to qualify. Mm. Keep going, keep scrolling. Oh, hold on, stop, stop, Phil stop. Phil on. on the other hand, is going to totally dominate. He is? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, um, uh, and I see Travis. Um, you know so- where he comes from? He comes from the Dell and Pepper James Sprague camp. Yep, yeah. R- um, what, are they, what 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 uh, RP strength and Matt Torres is what are they not RP brute brute Brut, strength brute strength with Matt Torres yep. hey yeah. this this guy this guy that uh, James Townsend just said uh, Marquan Jones this guy might be old as dirt I remember that guy <laughs> thirty two mm-hmm. come on James come on Mar- I remember Marquand, this guy I filmed with this guy in uh, Albany one year Albany New York he's a really good dude he's a specimen if he performed as good as he looked he he he'd have won the games but. Um, <laughs> Have you ever seen Horrible Bosses? 
That's no. a stupid question. Carry on. <laughs> it's got a. It's got the guy from Ozarks in it. It sure does. You've seen it. I don't know if I've seen it, but I but I really like him. I would like anything he's in. I love him. It's got uh the guy from Law Abiding says Jamie Fox, and every time I see Mark Juan Jones, I think motherfucker Jones. Like, <laughs> okay, no, over my head, over my. Head. Uh, okay. So so, so Travis yeah, Mark Juan Jones is an awesome athlete. Um, keep scrolling down a little. Oh, Anthony Davis. Another good, yeah, strong dude. So, so the clean complex here is going to be awesome with Tolton Mertens, who we've seen hit 335. You've got Anthony yep. Davis, and you've got Phil Toon. Phil Toon, yep. you got Travis Mayer, who's got a almost 400-pound clean. That's going to be something. Mm. So so l- let me tell you some of these names. Brent Fikowski, Chandler Smith, Samuel Quant, Phil Toon, Colton Mertens, Travis Mayer, Anthony Davis, Chandler Smith, Taylor Smith. Yep. Someone with a big name is going uh, to the last chance qualifier. Yeah. Very good chance of it. And just the numbers alone, right? Phil Toon, Cole Mertens. Brent, and, yeah. and, and not to mention what maybe, maybe Marquand Jones yep. or Matthews had a oh, crazy shit. Tim Paulson. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Two, two guys, three guys with big names are going to the last chance qualifier. Yep. Not to mention, we don't know who the Sydney uh, Michelin is in this group. Phil right. Toon, second place. Behind who? Fikowski. No, Fikowski. Wow. I think Fikowski's going to have a tough time here. Have you seen the events? No, I haven't. Okay, Fikowski's going to win. Tyler Eggerman's going to be a uh, force to be reckoned with as well, I, I, Wh- I think. Why? Give me, give, me, give me in a nutshell. Can we see the events? Have you seen the events? Pull them up if, if that's possible. There's there's a lot of back and forth. Like I already said, you, you see there's a lot of back and forth. There's the madness that is what should just be wall balls and muscle ups, but they have all those random movements thrown in between them. It's something you would have never seen Castro do. But again, when you see it on the field, it's going to end up making sense because it'll be back and forth. And Hey, no Canadian is coming <laughs> to this event and winning. That's, uh, that's Fikowski, homie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not a Canadian anymore. He's uh, he lives behind the barn. My bad. Okay. What what event is this? I don't think I've seen this yet. Yeah. So the the first two <laughs> events we already are very well acquainted with are going back to back here. The barbell complex followed by the rope climb workout. Um, heavy handstand and reverse Fran. This workout is. Why do they call it that? Nine fifteen twenty one. Nine fifteen twenty one. Reverse reverse. Uh, Reverse numbers of Fran and yes. uh, it's got thrusters. Arbel thrusters. I think Fran has a thruster in it. And uh, handstand walk instead of pull up. Pull ups. Yeah, I can see. That I actually right think there. that I would really like this event if they hadn't called it that. This is just them trying to get too cute. They should call this event three. That and then I would have liked it. But it's yeah. a good event. It's a good event. <laughs> yeah, I Other like than that. Yeah. I like it. It's going to be fast. Hey, I see. Uh, I see Colton Mertens doing. Uh, 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 whenever I see these events, I just think Colton Mertens. I think second place uh, on the barbell complex. Yeah, fifteenth place, twenty uh, first place in the rope climb, and then okay. and then that and then that reverse Fran. Uh, I see uh, another second place. I see a first place on that one. You do? Yes, That'd be a good one for him. God, barbell God. complex. I think it's more like a fourth. I agree with your Bart. Your event five. And then on this one, he'll be top three for sure. Okay. And how about this one? Where's he going to finish on this one? Minnesota matchup. It's a good one for him. I mean, wall balls. Oh, it says in small print down here, uh, Colt Mertens does not have to do wall balls. He he may do pistols. 
Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it also says Colton Mertens has done enough wall balls to for, the, for this competition. They just have to do them anymore. Uh, thousand for time. You may do uh, air squats. <laughs> so so this is the one where you see it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 wall balls. So it's 150. You've got the muscle ups in there, right? Yeah, yeah right in the middle. It should have just been like 75, 30, 75, because that's really going to be the whole workout. All the rest of it is busy work ends up being 25 minutes and we know about the bumpers that they're put on putting on the event so did they say there had to be something that was 25 minutes because mm-hmm. we've seen three 25 minute workouts and if so that's in my opinion the only reason that they have all that madness in there actually i believe that was a jr take i should give jr because he's the one who told me that first and then i just very much agree with his opinion on that one it's busy How, work are those wall balls going to just destroy mertens no He's done so many with the 30 pound ball. You can remember he would do like I know, but a each, day for each, a year. He throws an extra four seconds of hang time for him. No, he's going to dominate it. Okay, good. Oh, so you think Fikowski's going to win that one? You think Fikowski's going to win that one? Traditionally, does really well at the longer events like that. Like he has year over year over year. So I would definitely say it's his to lose. Um, I don't I know. Phil Toon's going to win this one. Why is wow. that? Just because I think Phil Toon's just going to light this competition on fire. This God, is his, this is his weekend. Dallin Pepper was my that. was my pick for this uh, last weekend, and he took second. So I think it's yeah, niche. You're good. Okay, mm-hmm. keep going, keep going, keep going. I got shit. I got a party to go to. Uh, yeah, speed chipper. Late. Oh, that's a legit shuttle run. 120 yards. Wow. Snatches 75 pounds, 36 chest bar pull ups. Then the shuttle run, 160 yards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Got a bit of it in there. Pikowski okay. again. Pikowski again. There's your shuttle run, Pikowski. Or this is looks like a one for Chandler Smith, in my opinion. But every time I see oh. Chandler Smith, he underwhelms me. Well, I was expect for him to like make that that Dallin Pepper leap. We saw the Dallin Pepper leap this year. He finished second behind Saxon. And I keep waiting for Chandler Smith to just blow everybody out of the water. And I think that it's a. Uh, I keep on hitting on Bergeron. I think it's a Bergeron holdback. He yes, should be Constance, text me. I'll swing by your house and pick you up. No problem. No problem. I, I like to carpool. I'm green. Thank you. God, what if she was serious? That'd be like the first girl I've ever like picked up to go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> endure, number two. Endure the sled. 50-yard sled push. 30-lane facing burpees. 50-yard sled push. 1,000-meter run. Echo. Okay. Yeah, damn. This one looks <laughs> okay, more so like listen, the listen, on He's not going to win. He's not going to win. But when he's on the bubble... When he's on the bubble next week, Hiller, this is going to be a great one for him. I will tell you that when he's in sixth place and down by twelve points, this How is going to be. How in the hell do you think he's going to be down by anything? He's going to be in first and then Matt Frazier it and shove it down their throats. Let me tell you why he's going to be by being fifth place there. Uh, tell me, Samuel Quant, Phil no. Toon, Colton yes. Mertens, Travis Chandler Mayer. Smith, no. Travis Mayer, Anthony Maybe. Davis, and Tim Paulson. No. And just no. because James Townsend's in the comments, I'll say Marquan Jones. <laughs> there's going to be, yeah, there's going to, there could be a big shuffle of the points. I mean, all wow. those people you just named are capable of doing really well in these events. And if points start disappearing and that race becomes real tight. Tim Paulson's a gamer. I'll give him that for sure. Like Tim Paulson. Yeah. Sam Quant, he's got some proving to do after last year. Go to the, go to the girls real quick. And then, then I got to go, uh, um, what if I had a Q in my name? What a great letter to have in your no name. No torque tank. <laughs> That's a good comment. They should have yeah, gotten rid of the shuttle run and put a torque tank in there. Definitely. Whose event is this? Who's throwing this? Hey, Natalia Fulmer. That's a great hey. question. I have no idea. Uh, she did. 
there's so much hype around Mallow Brian. It's so great. I, I hope she's enjoying it. Uh, Mallow Brian. And then I don't see anyone else I recognize. Keep scrolling. Scroll down. You'll see someone. Jesse Harper. She's good. Sydney Wells hey. is Brooke's sister. She's got, she's got a lot of. Emily Taylor Stefano oh. is a stud. <laughs> Amanda Barnhart. Barnhart. Danny Spiegel. Danny Spiegel's going to win the complex. Definitely not as stacked as the guys, though, I would say. You think Danny Spiegel's going to beat Amanda Barnhart? Oh, yeah. In the complex? Yeah. I don't think so. Didn't Danny Spiegel so. could do it without warming up and beat Amanda Barnhart in the complex. Really? Do you think Danny Spiegel, before she does those cleans, will do some heavy deadlifts like she heard the show and she'll do that? <laughs> she'll put the four. That was I, think that she, I, I, I think you should check your DM. She reached out to you to ask if they how many deadlifts she should do before the complex. <laughs> e- Emily, Emily Rolf. So this is a weak women's class too. This is. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's. Kind of uh, here. Oh, Fisa Goffey. This yeah. isn't, this isn't, this isn't weak in the same sense that this past weekend was weak. I don't think. <laughs> uh, well, I will, it, any, any Bailey rails in here. You have anybody's uh, anyone just look unique to you here. Just a unique unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure. Pitching, yeah. What do you got? I, I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on Sydney Wells. I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on her. There's gonna be a lot of eyes on her. A lot I mean, of it, eyes. Yeah. That's it could be. It could be fun for her. I mean, she's coming in with a big name. She's not. I mean, this. She's is, gonna do well. She is gonna do well. She's got a track background, and did you just see the events? It's a lot of moving around. Oh, I that's know, true. But she's so new to CrossFit. She she did well last year. She was in the teens with her finishing last year in the semifinals. God, that would be impressive. What would be more impressive if Sydney made it to the games or that Brooke made it to the games this year? Sydney. Yeah, I think yeah, that'd be I think exactly. So. It would be crazy if she made it to the games. Hundred uh, percent. Okay, guys, I am trying to put together a show tonight. Hopefully, uh, just we, we, we uh, Justin Medeiros's uh, uh, putt putt partner will um, have explosive <laughs> diarrhea and get sick with food poisoning and uh Jesus. not 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 that he dies but just enough to where justin's like okay he's gotta uh, cancel and, plans that's all yeah yeah it's just that he has to just cancel are cancel you worried about plans. justin playing putt-putt at this point in his game season we're worried about him not coming on the show this is what our main concern all right all right all right all right, all right. yeah i am worried i am worried i am worried i'm always worried right. about justin uh well, thank you guys for it. listening i apologize that we didn't have any special guests i apologize that the thumb wasn't here i apologize that jr howell was here i will say that Souza really stepped up his game today apologize and, uh, that i'm here too and, <laughs> i went uh, for it i was no longer gonna sit in the background i was like you know what this is it yes sir get out here and you're watching mine and hiller's bromance grow with every minute and i appreciate you guys chaperoning this uh on the worldwide web